0: This is the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast. Live Initiated. Welcome back to the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast. This is Chris Pick, and you are listening to episode 004 Are You Setting the Right Goals? So, goals, a popular discussion point in the self improvement circles. Um, common wisdom says that you need to set goals for something that you want to achieve in order to remain focused and give yourself the trail of breadcrumbs to go achieve whatever it is you want to do. And I agree with that. Um, Goals are important to um, set the course towards achieving anything. And there are a few systems out there that talk about how to effectively set goals and they talk about the number of any number of goals that you should have at this at one time. Um, And there is other systems out there that discuss the mechanics of setting goals. One of the more popular ones are SMART goals and SMART is an acronym for um, goals that are specific and measurable and reasonable and time bound. Um, But even these systems leave a lot unsaid. And there is more to setting good goals than, you know, just making sure that the mechanics of the goals you set are good. It, we need to talk about how your goals align with your path and align with your philosophy and build upon themselves. If we set bad goals that aren't along the path that we want to take, we are going to be working against ourselves. So if we don't have a vision for where we want to go with our goals, and we don't understand how our goals stack on top of each other to build to something bigger, we end up using our skills and resources to pursue goals that are pulling us away from where we want to go. So as we get better at pursuing our goals and as we get better at building skill sets, all we end up doing is becoming more efficient at pulling ourselves away from where we want to be. We get better at worsening our situation. So we need to set better goals and part of setting better goals are setting goals that we are going to achieve that are important to us to achieve a lot of people set goals because they feel they need to or because advice says that you need to set goals to achieve something and it feels good to set goals it feels good to some people to say i have a goal to do x they they get that pat on the back because they have a goal and that is less important to us than actually setting goals that we're going to achieve. So the biggest reason that goals fail to be met is that they are doomed from the start. Without a good understanding of how to set a good goal and understanding how it fits into someone's life, they they set goals with these built-in weaknesses. There's, there's a time bomb within their goals that is set to go off at some time, um, whether, you know they lose interest in the pursuit whether it's not attached to where they're going in their life or whether they just set too many goals and don't have a good plan for how to go how they're going to accomplish it there is some structural weakness in how they set their goals up they they don't know that it's there but it's there and it's going to it's going to show itself when these goals aren't met so the first thing we're gonna talk about is vision and direction. So without that vision, there is nothing to set a goal toward. There is nothing, there is no direction for how we're stacking our goals and keeping our momentum going as we build to something bigger. So we end up with segregated goals and pursuits. We end up with these goals that touch a few different parts of our life, but they don't tie together. And regardless of how successful we are at achieving these these types of segregated goals these discrete goals we don't really get anywhere we spread ourselves too thin and we go and accomplish these things but they don't move us forward they keep us they keep us still where we're at and spread our resources thin across these these goals that aren't really related to each other so no surprise that this goes back to your philosophy and this idea of integrity and one of the initiate integrity as an initiated tenant. But it goes back to a lot of the ideas that were laid out in the last episode, episode 003, when we talked about outliers and bringing these these pursuits that we want to accomplish inside of our circle of influence and aligning them with our philosophy and our values and making these new pursuits a value, um, which makes the whole structure of what we're doing stronger. So moving on, there's two types of goals. There are additive goals and iterative goals. Your additive goals are those new pursuits that you want to take on. They are the things that you're not currently doing, but you're adding to your plate. And the biggest thing with additive goals is that you need to have a plan for how you're going to accomplish them. You need to have the time to dedicate to these additive goals. So if you already have a full plate, and you wanna set new goals, you need to drop things or you need to find better systems to take care of what you currently have on your plate so that you can free up the time and resources to go and achieve these, these additive goals. And this is important because you need to have a plan for how you're going to accomplish all your goals before you set them. If you set a goal without a plan on how to achieve it, it's not a goal, it's it's a dream. It's, it's something that you wish you could do because you don't have an actionable set of plans that you're going to follow in order to achieve that goal. The other note on additive goals is that all of your additive goals need to have a path to turn into iterative goals. Um, an iterative goal is a continuing pursuit. So when you accomplish an iterative goal, you already have a next step that you're gonna modify that goal to so that that goal grows with you. So let's say you started your own business and your first goal was to make $1,000 a month and you start getting up close to that number, well, you need to iterate that goal to something more complicated so that it keeps you moving. So your goal, your first goal was to reach $1,000 a month and maybe you iterate that into now it's $5,000 a month. And that is how you keep the momentum moving and how you take the momentum that you built to get to that first goal, blow through that first goal and build into your next goal. And that's your iterative way of setting goals. You're you're moving that goal post continuously out of reach so that you have something to keep working towards. And your additive goals need to have a path to turn into iterative goals so that we avoid what we talked about earlier which is this segregation of goals and these discrete goals that don't tie together your iterative goals will tie to what has come before it and it's just a function of how you iterate so one more thing i want to talk about are what you could call subtractive goals these are the things that you want to stop doing if you watch too much TV or drink too much soda, whatever it is, and you wanna stop doing that as a goal, subtractive goals are not the most optimal way to do that. So instead of making a goal to stop doing something, you need to create an additive goal for what you're going to replace that behavior with. And the reason is, is when you subtract something from your life, when you wanna stop doing something, it's avoidance. You you want to stop drinking too much soda. You want to avoid soda. But the weakness in that strategy is that you need to think about soda in order to stop drinking soda. So if it's on your mind and you're thinking about not doing something, you are one slip away from regressing to drinking soda, if that makes sense. So what I'm saying is, is if you wanted to stop drinking soda, you need to put something else in its place. So your additive goal would be, I want to drink more water. So now you're thinking of something that you're actively doing. I'm going to drink water, and you're not thinking about soda, but you're also not drinking soda because you're drinking more water. So frame your subtractive goals, those things you want to stop doing in the voice of an additive goal you need to replace whatever you're you're taking out with something that's more beneficial and you're going to have more success in achieving what your what your real goal is in this case drinking less soda so another part of building a goal is timing and understanding so we're talking about when is appropriate to set a goal and what information you need to have to set good goals. So setting a goal too early is detrimental to achieving that goal. If you don't have a good understanding of the arena that you're trying to step into, if you don't have a good understanding of what a reasonable uh, time frame is, or all of the, all of the effort it's gonna take to go achieve something, it's nearly impossible to set a good goal for it. And when you don't set good goals, especially in this, in this type of thinking, you're gonna set a goal that's unreasonable and maybe even impossible to do in the time frame that you're thinking you're gonna do it. And as you start to fall behind and as you start to get into it, into this pursuit and see exactly what it's gonna take, it's discouraging and it's frustrating. It's this isn't going to happen for me as quickly as I want it to happen, that sucks. And the way to get around that is to immerse yourself in that in that world a little bit, gain some understanding, gain some knowledge before you go to set that goal. So whether it's a week, whether it's a month, whether 6 months doesn't matter. It depends on, you know, it depends on a lot of factors, but immerse yourself in that area first and in today's world where we have so many blog articles and youtube and other podcasts it doesn't take much to go find a wealth of information on whatever it is that you're interested in and you want to just get in that world and just consume information don't you know don't try to get too specific yet you're just kind of in a discovery phase right now and then once you have a better base understanding of what you're trying to do, you can start to set some of your first goals, those additive goals, and putting a plan together for creating time and understanding the commitments that you're signing yourself up for when you go to make these goals. And that's how you make stronger goals, more reasonable goals, and avoid that frustration of setting goals that are too aggressive that you can't meet. The other thing that's super important when you're setting a goal is to understand what your real impact on the goal is. So if you don't understand or you don't have a good idea of what you as an individual can do to influence that goal and understand what your specific limitations on achieving that goal are, you have the potential of setting goals that are reliant on other people and other people's actions. And The more that you rely on other people and rely on those things that are outside of your control, the more vulnerable that goal becomes. So a common one for for purposes of discussion would be like a promotion at work. If you set a goal that says, I wanna be promoted, there is a lot of factors that are outside of your control that that you have little influence over. You can influence, how people see you and how people perceive you but you don't have total control over that you don't have total control over what opportunities open up there if there's not a position for you to fill in that at that level you're not going to get the promotion so you need to reframe what your goals are to be more aligned with what you have control over so you know if you want that promotion, if that's your ultimate goal, you need to set different goals that are going to help support that goal, but getting that promotion can't be your your only goal. So to get a promotion, you know, you need to take on more responsibility. You need to get assigned different tasks and those are the goals that you want to you want to focus on. You want to say my goal is to take over this process and to do X number of this. Those are things that you have far more control over and that you can put a plan into place to enact because they rely more heavily on the actions you take. They don't rely so much on your boss and your boss's boss making a decision that determines the outcome of those things. So that's the first part of it. The second part of it is when you reframe your goals in that way and you start taking on more responsibilities at work and you start taking on different tasks, what you're doing is building your resume. You are giving yourself an option. So if you put forth the effort and you're learning different things and that promotion still doesn't come, well, now you have a little bit of of room to play. You've, You've done these new things that are required to get you that promotion. But if you stay within that industry, you now have the experience to go perform at that next level. So what I'm saying is, is you want to leave yourself options to to go pursue what you want, whether it's with this company or whether it's with a different company. So if if you put forth the effort and you do everything that you, that you want to do and that you need to do and that promotion still doesn't come you need to have the strength within you to walk away and go find that opportunity that you're looking for so tying this back to setting the right goals by taking on new tasks and new responsibilities now you have skills that you can take somewhere else to go get yourself that promotion that you were really after you're not reliant on your current company your current boss and your current situation to make that promotion happen for you you now have more tools at your disposal to go take that somewhere else and get your promotion so again this is reframing that goal of getting a promotion into something that you have more control over so you accomplish these intermediate goals, these iterative goals that hopefully influence that promotion, but it's, it's less reliant on other people. So it's a different way of framing it. You, you, will, you will now frame the success of taking on these tasks and responsibilities, even though you may not have gotten that promotion, which was your real goal, but you have the flexibility to go a different path, a different way, you're not putting all of your eggs into one basket and that basket is held by someone other than you so bringing that all in-house relying on yourself and building yourself up to to work and to operate at a higher level now gives you more flexibility to go and find that opportunity that you were looking for somewhere else so that flows us right into achievement so with everything we've talked about and constructing the right goals and having the vision, you're going to achieve more goals. Um, when you have a plan before you set a goal, you have your stepping stones that are going to get you there. The biggest thing with achieving a goal is that none of your goals should dead end. If they, if you set too many goals that dead end, you're going back to a place where you're you're likely having goals that are too segregated and they don't tie together. they don't tie to you, they don't tie to your philosophy and you're you're doing a lot of horizontal movement so you're not doing much stacking of your skills and abilities in a meaningful direction. So that's why I talked about iterative goals and and turning your achievements into the next iteration. Um, you need to be stacking, your goals so that they build and build and build and you're exceeding what, you know, your your current position is, you're building to that next level. A common example of this is fitness challenges. You know, people enter into these month-long or 3-month-long fitness challenges and they develop the discipline and they find that accountability to go and show up and do this fitness challenge for a month, but then you know what generally happens at the end of that month? They have achieved that goal, but they've failed to develop the the habits and the drive to go pivot that into working out more and furthering that new habit. So they've they've set out to go achieve a goal that has a dead end. At the end of that month, they don't go anywhere else with it. They've they've achieved something. They've achieved their goal, which is great, but it's disjointed from anything else there's no there's no next step for them so my suggestion is as you get closer to whatever that goal is you should already start thinking about what your next step is going to be and that's how you make sure that you're building to something bigger and that each step becomes a each step flows into your next step and your next goal that builds to something larger So with that, that's some strategies, some tactics for you to use as you set up goals for yourself and some things to think about that are less talked about as you start to set goals. So all the systems that are out there talk about the mechanics of setting goals, and those are all still very relevant, but if you're not tying that to yourself and to your philosophy and your goals aren't tied to each other, you end up with just a lot of disjointed achievements and skills that you still need to figure out how to tie together in a specific way that's going to build into something something more. Um, so this was a step deeper into setting goals and I hope that helps you to set better goals and stack more wins. Yours in strength, this is Chris. If you like what I'm putting out, you can check out more at thebeardreport.com. Or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Beard Report on Twitter and at The underscore Beard Report on Instagram. We're gonna have weekly podcast episodes, so come back for that. You can also sign up to my newsletter. You can find the link to my newsletter sign up on my Twitter page or on ThebeardReport.com.